places I need them. Because I'm an old man now, and I need old man glasses. That's right. Welcome to Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's old man Jeff. Hey, what's up? What's up, Wells? I can't see you over there. I'm old, Hold on. Too. Let me eject. Here. Let me yeah. adjust my spectacles. Oh, man. Do do you, any of y'all need me to read the fine print on anything? Yeah. I might. I brought my glasses. Mr. 2020 over here. I might. I might. I, I was 2020 for a long time, and my distance vision is still very good. But it's the up-close stuff, especially in the morning and at night. Not doing so well with anymore. Yeah. So, uh, Wells and I did a thing, but I think we're going to really wait to talk about Night and Day when we do show two. Oh, I yeah. I think it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we both, yeah, because we have an entire heist lineup in show two. Yeah, yeah. but uh, we both Spoiler did, alert. We both did a beer festival, and we both have thoughts. Hell yeah, we do. Uh, but I can't the, wait to hear about that. But yeah. besides that, Wells, I know you went to a new hype brewery in town. I did, yeah. So Weathered Souls out of San Antonio has opened up a second location in Charlotte. And I've managed to go there like two times in probably the first 30 hours that they were open. So thoughts? Not 30. Sorry. They were, they've been open 50. over a week at that point. Well, okay. Two times in 50 hours then. Okay, there sorry. you go. Now, now, now I'm with you. Um... Actually, oh, yeah. I, I have huge thoughts. Um, for starters, half of the menu is like stouts or dark beer, right? Like full, right down the middle. They have two screens. And then half of those stouts, so eight stout options, four of them are pastry, four of them are just like... Stouts? Yeah, stouts, okay. barrel-aged, or this, that, the other. And uh, I've been kind of pulling away from pastry stouts uh, a lot lately. I mm-hmm. just... Not really feeling like the diabetes these days. And, yep. and so my tolerance for that has dropped, and these are still under my tolerance. And not only that, Liz has a much lower tolerance for that kind of tomfoolery than I do. And they're and they are right there for her. So these are pastry stouts that aren't too terribly sweet. That's um, nice. Which I really appreciate. Um, some of the more elegant just this is a barreled imperial stout with no adjuncts type of beers. Um, it's pricey. Uh, it's what you get when you have a 14.5% bourbon barrel age something or other. Yeah. Uh, they, they ain't cheap. Um, but the setup is really cool. Um, and they've got like a kitchen in the works from the same guy that does Leah and Louise. Okay. So he's like a three-time James Beard semi-finalist finalist nominee oh, nice. is going to be doing their food program. They've got a cocktail. You mean it's not just going to be pizza? Oh, God. Oh, no, it's going to be James Beard pizza. pizza. I mean, look, if it's going to be like James Beard nominated pizza, then, I mean, sign me up. <laughs> yes, I, please. I'm, I'm glad to hear you, that, hear you say, though, that, you know, the pastry stouts are starting to wear on you. I, I had the same, like, I'm kind of in that same place. Like, I just, and I don't know if I'm just kind of got my head up in the clouds from being out west, but I just... Like it's just nice to be able to go places and have. I, I hate to say plain beer because it's not plain beer, but like just like nothing stupid going on with it, you know. Right. And Scott texts me. He was at Jay Wakefield in Miami. He's like, "Oh, you know, are you interested in any of these bottles?" And I'm like looking through like these six pages of bottles they have, and there like there wasn't but maybe one of them that was just a straight up show me what you got Imperial Stout. I mean, if I wanted Oreos, I'd just go buy Oreos and save myself $20. Yeah, everything's got coconut or maple or almonds or, you know, like, and I get it. Like, there was that point. And for maybe Weathered Souls was that way, too. But for Jay Wakefield especially, like, they made their money on that style. Yeah. You know, 
it's the same thing with Trillium. Whether or not Trillium's any good, and you know, we kind of had them on the show a couple of uh, episodes ago, and it was kind of a meh moment. Yep. Of course, then again, that could have been old beer. Who knows? Yep. Because this is what happens when you don't date your cans, and then you go into distro, whether intentional or not. Yes. But yeah, my overall thoughts on whether tolls are like instant top five brewery in Charlotte. Sorry. That's wow. impressive. Um, I can't wait to go back and can't wait to have like more of the stuff that they are brewing there. Cause right now everything's shipped up from Texas. Right. Okay. Um, which is fine. I mean, yeah. but I mean an Oak aged hella slogger, like, Oh sure. my God, that's so freaking tasty. So that sounds great. Cool. It is. Yeah. I, I, uh, it's interesting, you know, cause we haven't seen much of their beer here in town. They, um, yeah, I'd only seen one tap takeover at Salud, and that's yeah. when I'm like, well, I'm, I've officially had enough to be excited by them. Now, yeah. they did the base recipe for Black is Beautiful, so we right. all, right. that was my first Pretty close, too, of, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I, so my, my adventure today, I, I had the afternoon off, you know, it's Thanksgiving week, and um, I left early to come to recording, so I was like, I'm going to hit some of my old... I don't call them bottle shops, but some of my old beer haunts just to kind of see like, cause I haven't been to some of these in a long time mm-hmm. just to see what's changed. What's yeah. different. What's whatever. Um, went to the total wine and uh, was not at all surprised at their weird selection of stuff. Are you talking about the, the one that's near South park? No, no, oh. the four eighty, the one at 45 oh, okay, in, okay, in okay, Providence. Okay. Um, they had a, a, a case stack about, Oh, Six, maybe seven feet tall of a certain Christmas beer that we're not going to talk about. And like, it's clear, Ugh. it's clear that none of them have sold. And then they had them on the end cap and none of them has sold. And so maybe just maybe your beer sucks and nobody cares about your stupid gimmicky tricks anymore. Maybe that being said, um, I saw all of the big bad Baptist variants for this year. I totally forgot that beer exists. Sure enough, they oh, got, don't worry, we'll talk about it. Uh, in they've just got a, a there, there's a barrel strength one, and then there's um, a coconut one, and like a that was a gingerbread. I mean, like they all just sounded terrible. I was say I noticed you didn't uh, bring any. Didn't bring any. They were twenty bucks a bomber, and I'm like, you burned me way too many times. Yeah. I am I am never again. God, going do you to- remember when we were all such homers for oh, that yeah. shit too? Like we could tell the difference in the batch variants before they started adjuncting them for and sure, making them pastry stouts mm-hmm. and doing all this other. stuff. And they weren't shit. any good at it though. That's the problem. They started yeah. turning, and then I guess that's where Baptist is now. It's a pastry stout. It's just a terrible pastry stout. Uh, one of their their new ones actually has like double coffee in it, and I'm like, well, that could be maybe somewhat interesting, but I don't think it's going to be interesting at all. Um, so whatever. So then I went to that old little uh, hole in the wall in the corner. Uh-huh. Um, and I haven't been in there in probably five years. And so help me, you know, that whole thing of like you can hear a picture or, you know, like you can smell something. Like I knew what it was going to smell like the second I walked in. And sure enough, nothing's changed. Uh, some of their stacks are lined out a little differently. There are bottles there that have been there since the last time I was there five years ago. Wow. You remember that... Um, Raleigh barrel age stout that you like so much. Mm-hmm. They got it. Really? It's 15 bucks for a bomber from 2017. It's also 15 yeah. bucks for the new bomber. So, and I say new bomber, it's a 500 mil. 
Okay. Does that start with? Yeah. Okay. That's the one. Yeah. And and so I just kind of like walked around. I was just like, meow, meow, meow. I was actually, believe it or not, I was kind of on the hunt for the uh, the new Stone anniversary. Oh. Okay. It's supposed to be just like a regular West Coast, you know, like whatever. And I'm like, you know. I'm getting a keg here in a couple of days, and it wouldn't be all. It wouldn't be terrible to have like just a little bit of something different in there, and mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I can't. I'm, like nobody carries, nobody carries anything special from Stone anymore. Go figure. Huh. You know, probably because it doesn't move. Well, that's also assuming it hits our market. Who knows? That's also fair. That's also fair. But yeah, it was it was interesting. You know, just kind of going to some of these old spots and just seeing like because I go to one or two places to buy my beer now, and I'm used to kind of my expectations for what I think is going to be there on the shelves. Right. And it's just kind of nice to change it up a little bit and see what else is out there. And I looked at all this other stuff that was out there and went, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Nothing really there for me. Yeah, absolutely. No, I kind of assumed that I would run into some more stone beers at this place that we are going to be talking about in, well, I guess now, I guess now speaking Uh, of a lot of selection of things you don't want. uh, Exactly. I shouldn't say that a lot of selection. Sometimes a lot of things you don't want. Yes. Of old things, perhaps. What? Per- perhaps. So what, what are we talking about? I made a trip to the Charlotte Beer Garden, which has been Guinness World Record oh, certified sorry. as having the, well, so, you know, it has the most taps of any bar, like in the world. How many? Do you know? I. It's it's almost like it's in the article. What, 300 and whatever. It's It's freaking lots it's a three-story mm-hmm. thing they've got like one bar that focuses on like local north carolina whatever um but so, correct me if i'm wrong yeah this is the bigger version of what is in raleigh yep. correct yeah okay which was supposedly like this big giant beer garden at, at the time i think I think they just broke their own record for right. like most okay. taps or whatever. And I, and I think that was the plan when they came to Charlotne. Yep. They wanted to be bigger than Raleigh. And, you know, I thought it was the same place. Just it, it is. It is the okay. same place. Yep. Okay. And I've been to the one in Raleigh, so I'm, I'm interested to compare notes here. Um, two different times, uh, two different weeks. Um, one was we got there Friday afternoon, maybe 2 o'clock. It was a light rail day. Like we just So parking wasn't an issue. Um Walked in, I was able to order things that I knew that were fresh. They were served properly. Um, I had a really good time. Couldn't wait to go back. Fast forward about two weeks and things that I would order. So for starters, we were there a little bit later. And at six o'clock, it turns from like, you know, kind of cool little hangout spot to like club on a, on a Tuesday at yep. six. I'm like, that doesn't surprise me. That's a mood. Um, but it's uptown what? where they have a bajillion new apartments. South end. But well, yes. that's right. Yes. Yeah, well, but it's a bajillion new apartments and everybody needs somewhere to go, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but it went from like clean, well-lighted place to like, you know, not, not that. And one of the beers that I had had obviously like they didn't clean the line before because oh, I ordered, shocked. but I ordered like a hazy IPA and it tastes like coffee. Like Ooh. this is okay. like this is. Hard. I took three sips. I'm like, no, hundred percent. This is coffee. This is coffee. Like not like they had. Can I speak to the manager, please? Well, get him care. Just this, like I, I can't. I, I need. I need. At that point, it was just time for me to go. Like right. I need this off my bill. This is y'all. Y'all done fucked up AA around them. 
So, uh, but it was two different visits, and I still can't figure out if I like it or not. Yep. But their and, shit's really expensive. Yeah, and you're yeah, and that was the experience I had at Raleigh. It is kind of neat to walk in and literally whatever you're in the mood for, they're going to have some some variation of that. But is it fresh? Well, for sure, you don't know, and and I feel like they would. They could serve themselves better by putting dates on things, but I think I they was, would end up hurting themselves. I was Correct. just about to ask that question of because like, I, I mean, like, your menu's that big. Is there any dates on anything like this? No, you know, we, not at all. This was caked on blah blah blah. No, nope. okay. and, it, and it's and it's to the well, at least the one at Raleigh. Um, like they don't even give you a menu. It's just like here's the QR code if you're interested in beer. Have fun scrolling on your phone to their un, uh, to their untapped page, which at least is broken down by style. And broken down by West Coast and American versus hazy IPAs versus double IPA. Like, right. I do appreciate them compartmentalizing. Yep. It was entirely too many things for me to scroll through. Yep. I just had to pick a genre. Yep. Like, I want a hazy IPA. Cool. There's 20 things to choose from. Cool. It's, you know, it, it's like going to one of those candy stores in the mall. They have 3,000 different types of candy, and you just kind of start to shut down. And it's like, well, yep. here's the thing that I know might be safe. And, I, you know, like the, the first time, it's super neat and super fun. And then the second time you go back, you're like, yeah, I had some total beer goggles on. Like, it, it's, it's not like it was terrible. Yep. It's kind of the way I feel. Can, can I ask an honest question? No. Okay. Of course not. Why would we let you be honest here? Would I be an asshole if I went to one of those places and I said, can you tell me how old that keg is? No, no, I don't think you would be an asshole at all. But the problem is, what you're going to hear is, I'm not sure. You're right. And, but, and, but then are you going to make an employee who might have other patrons yeah. just march in the back, go to the cold room, like go through the cold room, figure out exactly where like tap 59's keg location is? Uh-huh. Yeah, then you're, yeah, then you are an asshole. Because it, it is like, it is a bit of like um, that scene from the Matrix where they're all like, they go and they're all plugged into the pods and all that kind of, yeah. like that's kind of what their keg room looks like. It's just a shit ton of kegs with tubes going everywhere. And to Wells's point, I'm not at all surprised that there's some cross contamination going on there. To me, like that, if you're going to have that many taps, you've got to have a way to get those clean because. But well, that's and not, and not but that's that, so but much loss if you were cleaning your lines on a regular basis. I don't even care about a regular basis. I just need them cleaned in between kegs. Exactly. That yeah. That that's kind of what I was getting at. Like you should clean it between kegs, and heaven forbid, like don't put. An IPA after uh, uh, after a coffee, coffee anything. I mean, but again, like I imagine some of that stuff just kind of happens, and it's it's a lot. It is like again the the idea is fun, you know, kind of like the self serve kind of place. Like, cool, I can go and I can try all these different things. They're going to have tons and tons and tons and tons of options. But then you end up, you know, it's kind of like my experience going to like Total Wine today. I start to shut down and I'm like, here's a bunch of crap I literally have never heard of. Yeah. And I can't be bothered to research 87 different things that might possibly be okay no. when I'm just going to have a sampler of it. Let me just go to one style and I'm just going to get a flight of IPA or stout or whatever. Yeah. And and to compound all of this whole story, they won USA Today's best 10 well, best reader's choice program. Okay. So, so but, but here's the thing. Yes. <clears throat> I'm not saying that you can fix this. You can totally fix this. But 
There's been another local brewery that has won a USA Today popular opinion poll that was, I should say, a little bit of putting our thumb on the scale, if you will. Just a little. Just a little. And we kind of uh, ran that one up. But I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, past that, we recently had a best beer in Charlotte and the winner and runner up of best beer in Charlotte aren't even like, well, maybe one of the Charlotte proper. And... I can't even tell you the last time I had either of their beers, and they're supposed to be the best ones in town. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, it, it's just like if Chris was here, he'd say, it. have you tried the best burgers in the world? Do you really know this is the best burger in the world? Yep. Um, hearing your guys' stories, this definitely sounds like a place that I would just check out on. There, oh, there's I, think, no, I think this is hell on earth for you, Josh. There, yeah. You, anybody, and, and I, I don't mean to take this lightly, okay, so bear with me, but... yeah. If you get locked up trying to make a decision, or if you get overwhelmed easily, or if you get anxious over too many choices, this is not the place for you. Or if you it, don't like a club vibe at 6 p.m. on a Tuesday. Nope. Do not. It just like, it, it is, if you go there like middle of the afternoon and get you some snack and you kind of like, if you do some research ahead of time, because I know how you are, Josh. Yes. If you do your research ahead of time and you're going in specifically for these particular beers, like, okay, I would say do it. But, you, you know, the Blindly idea... Blindly walking in off the street. Yeah, the idea of just going in and, and ordering some beer off the menu, I think, is a bad idea for you specifically. Yes. Find another place. So, but, well, and that's the thing. Like, we knew this place was coming a long time ago. And... Yep. And you it know, opened like just before COVID like swept through. Yeah. Like it, yep, not a good time to have like 300 some beers on tap. Right. And, you know, it's one of those things where I and I can remember when Jeff was telling me about the Raleigh place and then they were starting to play in this. And at first I was like, that's a cool concept. And then I started to think about it. I'm like, that sounds like a logistical nightmare because yeah. I don't know how old this shit is. And some of this stuff could be sitting for months. So, you know, <clears throat> it's not uncommon to go to. Well, hell, any restaurant and be nervous about the age of their kegs. Yes. I know, like I was at a, a, a Bad Daddy's, I don't know, six months ago, and I was nervous about the age of some of their stuff in kegs. And they yeah. probably sell a decent amount of beer. And I'm sure that this beer garden, if you go for the popular style or the popular beer, I guarantee if you're buying burial stuff, it's probably pretty fresh. Right. Everybody loves burial, you know. Right. Say that to make Wells unhappy. But, but does everybody love burial that goes there? Right. Also like, fair. That might not yeah. be the, I don't know. I'm, I'm taking this one with a little grain of salt. Having been there like two times in the past month. And as you should, because my, again, my first is... time I had beer goggles on, so to speak, like, Oh, well, everything's rose colored glasses. Like everything's great. This is fun. Like, I can't believe I'm having a good time. And second time was like, Oh, well back to reality. Oop, there goes yeah, gravity. It, it is super simple to gamify this, this award. So you should definitely, if, if you are from out of town and the concept of the most beer taps in the world like sounds like a place that you want to visit, God, why are you listening to us? Yeah. Well, and I was going to say, like, even if you want to do something like that, there's so many like other bar things in Charlotte that have a lot of taps that don't have that many, and you can get a decent selection. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> so I go to Duckworth's every so often, typically when family's in town. And much like my visit to, to that uh, particular uh, corner hole in the wall mm -hmm. bottle shop today, there are times that I go to the, this deck horse and I'm like, 
That was on tap last time when I was here six months ago. Yeah. They don't, they're not still making that anymore. Yeah, that was a one-off. And I know it came out six months ago. And It's ew. sometimes longer than that. Yep. And if the local sports bar who's known for their beer taps can't get through all of their kegs and doesn't know better than to say, you know, we've had that one for a long time. That probably doesn't age well. We should probably dump it. Right. Do you really think somebody that's pushing 300 plus taps is going to be thinking the same way? Yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. So we talked a little bit earlier about Jeff's journey around town and a particular beer that we used to be homers for, Big Bad Baptist. <sighs> yep, Triple B, baby. We all have kind of forgotten it existed. And then Epic just said, huh, well, you know what? So does our Denver location. We're going back to Utah. Now, they've been operating the, the two production facilities for some time. Yeah. Ten years. Ten years, yeah. And I guess... They've had enough. They're citing the pandemic and inflation and this, that, and the other. And they were cl- Epic is no longer going to be brewing in, in Denver. Uh, there's, they're looking or said they are looking for a space for like a similar kind of tap room. Sure. I understand that sure. they don't need two production facilities. I, and I, I think, sh- yeah, especially how shitty their beer is anymore. I, I think that's for the better because whenever I had Big Bad Baptist, like the first fuck-up bottle that I had of the Big Bad Baptista came from Denver. Uh, And nobody there, like they just did not do the QA process on it. Like no test panel, no lab, no nothing. And it was an affected mess. Like this should never have left. So, you know, after a couple emails back and forth, they're like, hey, thanks for letting us know. This is kind of what happened. And they did a recall of that batch two months later. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Like, why not do... Congrats, why, why do anything at that point? So that was the time, yeah. I mean, when literally my opinion of, of Epic kind of soured. I, but I mean, those bottles of Baptist, like, it actually shocked me. I just, I looked, I walked right past them the first time. I didn't even see them. Yeah. Then I went back a second time, was kind of looking, and uh, looking through their the stouts area, and I was like, "Oh snap!" You know, like there's Baptist, and because I had seen the Baptist cans, because mm-hmm. regular Baptist is in cans now, twelve ounce cans. Which okay, I'm mean, like, I'm okay with that. All right, how much? <sighs> I don't remember. Okay, I'm just curious because I mean, those bombers, at least back they, then when we were buying them, they weren't that expensive. No, they were 13 bucks for a bomber. Now, yeah. Beer Math would then say that that should probably be like a $20 six-pack, but right. I don't know if it was that much or not. And I was going to say six, four, big cans, small cans. They were they were 12-ounce cans. Okay, so, so you know, had to like, be six. And it might have okay. been a four-pack. Again, like I saw the can facing, and I didn't go any further. I was just like, right. huh. I just kind of went, huh, and moved on. Yeah. But then I saw all these bombers of you know the, the variants, and I just I picked up a couple and looked at them, and I was just like, I was so proud of myself for being able to put them back down and walk away. Yeah. It was a moment. Th- that definitely is a moment. Because, like, I, you know, I'm like, well, I'm going to recording. You know, why not? Why not go ahead and get one? Like, like all the oh, yeah. all, Epic, you know, Epic's there in the back of my head. Like, you know, like, maybe it's better now. May, just give me another chance. Maybe, maybe this would be all right. Give me another chance. No, no. He's making some good points here. And I'm like, ah, uh, no, not today, Satan. And I sat it down. So while we're, I guess, on the topic of. Epic closing in the River North neighborhood or Rhino in uh, in Denver. We've got another one, and this is a, a big boy. It's ten, ten, ten barrel, ten barrel, 
Anheuser-Busch's 10 Barrel is closing down one of their mini tap rooms. Um, so, yeah. So, if there's two that are closing in the same area at the same time, is it possible that it's a real estate issue in that area that's impacting two decent-sized breweries? Um, I mean, I can tell you 10 Barrel definitely was because they had to make a decision about renewing their lease. And I don't know if you all have ever looked at Denver real estate. I, of course, I'm only talking residential, not commercial. Sure. That shit ain't cheap. No. Like, that is an expensive fucking town. Yeah. I can only imagine. I mean, I can understand an independent craft brewery like Epic saying, you know what, it's really expensive for us to open. Yeah. To have or, or a, maintain. To a Denver location in, a, in an up-and-coming neighborhood or and like a, a much cheaper location in Utah. Yeah. But, but for Anheuser-Busch to just be like, ooh, man, a little too rich for our blood. But even then, you've got somebody who's probably looking at a balance sheet saying that place is costing us or is going yep. to cost us more than we're going to make out of it. Yep. Why should we keep it open? Exactly. And I was going to say, I mean, obviously, none of the three of us being in that area, who knows? There could be like stellar craft brewer, <clears throat> you know, yeah, I actual mean, breweries <clears throat> that are there. And there's, like Jeff said, they're lying on a spreadsheet that goes, that's going to cost us way more than what it's worth. I'd like it. to think that Denver, especially in that area, is a savvy enough market that they see Ten Barrel for what Ten Barrel actually is. Right. And yeah. says, you're ABM Bev. Thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it is interesting to see both of these places announcing closings. Yeah. Um, I but, mean, you know, that it definitely has got to, I mean, like, that's not a decision that ABM Bev probably takes lightly, but also like for as much money as they throw at everything else, this has to be pretty serious. And maybe it's because again, maybe it's real estate. Maybe it's just <laughs> that people aren't going. Yeah. It's not a profitable location. Maybe, it, you know, it, maybe like with everybody else shuttering locations and employees left and right. Like I can't say I'm terribly surprised. I mean, it is a little bit of a kick in the balls, but you know, I guess that's AB and Bev right now. They just keep getting kicked in the balls. Hey, speaking of getting kicked in the balls, <laughs> that's my segue to the uh, World Cup story that we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Did you like that? Did you like that? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, the the World Cup just started. Uh, way to tie US. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't watch the game. I didn't either. I did. That's Yay. right. And uh, um, yeah, so... So, At the last minute, after yes. what, what is what the article talks about, like the like twelve years to plan all this shit out. At the last minute, Qatar's like, "Oh right, no beer though. Sorry, uh, we know we signed some um, contracts yeah. with you, but you can sell your beer water here." Yes. So that that is the big key. Is this this would have been two or three episodes ago? We talked about the fact that you were going to be allowed to have beer inside of the stadiums. And then, yes, literally hours before the actual kickoff of the World Cup, they're like, ha just kidding. Psych. And now um, AB is probably going to end up suing FIFA for a breach of contract, which, I mean, rightfully they can. Sure. And because- FIFA will come back and say, how about if we give you like 10 ultimate team packs? <laughs> And AB and Bev will be like, wait, what is what is that even? And they're like, no, you really want these 10 ultimate team packs. They'd be like, so bad. I'm like, well, well, let's just try it. Maybe it'd be worth it. And then suddenly it's all over. AB is addicted to buying ultimate team packs. I, I did love how it's like, it is a remarkable 11th hour policy change. And I'm like, 11th hour? 
this has been in the works for 12 years and you were pulling the plug 48 hours before like yeah. this whole thing's supposed to kick I mean, off. even FTX didn't collapse that fast. <sighs> Bitcoin uh, top- jokes. Topical jokes. Topical jokes, baby. Oh, man. Well, and, you know, too, of course, I, I don't know how much you guys have read into this particular World Cup and how <laughs> unhappy a lot of people are about it being in Qatar to begin with and everything else. And then this came up and everybody's just like, get fucked. I, I feel like this between the World Cup and the Olympics. They're I, always like this. You're I, right. Like every, every, every year. Every year well, it comes up. It, we, every, every four years. Whatever. Yeah. Every every time that, that the, one of these sporting events comes up, it's a big deal. And the, whoever... Whoever gets it, everybody throws a fit about. And, of course, a lot of them are sour grapes because, you know, they were putting in bids as well. Right, but yeah, their country or country. It always feels yeah. like somebody threw some money under the table because they wanted their friends to get the construction jobs. And, you know, like there's always some, you know, whatever going on there. But uh, who cares, man? As much as I hate to see AB and Bev take one to the nuts, um, I'm okay with it. Although it's, I'm gonna hate it when they actually do sue and do win, and because it's probably a breach of contract. Oh, not probably. It is. All right, fine. Meanwhile, I'm really pumped for Women's World Cup next year, which is in Australia and New Zealand, because I think that should, by comparison, be an absolute cakewalk, walk in the park, like. Well, and then when it's here and in Canada and Mexico, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that it won't be as protested for human rights violations and everything else that Qatar is famous for. I don't know. Have you have you paid attention to America lately? Nah, like I kind of feel like touche, the U- touche. Like, like fair, but I don't I'm not very sure that American prisoners are going to be used as slave labor for stadiums. Sure, sure. They just slave get, labor somewhere they, else. They just sure. get put up in the gulag, you yep. know, for carrying a vape with them and um That's Russia. Yep. All right, so uh, acquisition time. Ooh, oh, hey. Yeah, oh, we hey, talked about bad things. Well, it's weird going back to talking about AB. We can. It felt like there for a while. Every other show, we were talking about AB buying somebody or yeah, something like that. And they and haven't for a while. No, it's been a hot minute. But seller maker is purchasing the rare barrel. Now I've heard of the rare barrel. I've had a couple of their beers. They're they're a, a definitely a hype. I always say not not hype, but I mean like they, it's good beer, right? Yes. Like and so yeah, it's, when you it's see all them, mixed culture sour. Oh yeah. exclusively. Yeah, when when you see one of their bottles roll out at like Wales for Wishes, you make a little beeline over there and try it. Yep. Uh, Cellar maker, I'm not as familiar with. Yeah, I'm not either. Never, never, never seen that one pop up. Yeah, that that's a, a new one for me too. Okay, I was curious. Um, I didn't. I mean, and I guess I didn't realize Rare Barrel was in trouble. But well, so they opened their doors in what 2013, and that was. I mean, that was back when Salud was doing annual festivals dedicated to just sour beer. Like right. sour beer was having its moment in the sun at that point. Oh yeah, right. and then as the de- yeah, as as demand kind of came back to earth for <laughs> such a niche right. style, right? And you know, here you are, you're kind of overexposed to a shrinking market. Um, I could, I could see why they're partnering with somebody that, I mean, I would assume kind of makes not sour beer. Right. But you know, if this is what it takes to kind of have a, if this is what it takes to keep both of them alive, then so be it. Yeah. Um, and at least times are not, tough out there, right? Maybe it's not Miller cores. 
It's yeah. not Heineken. It's not all these other big places. Yeah, you know, it's it's a uh, it's another brewery looking and saying, "Hey, look, we have similar interest." I'm assuming. Um, let's let's keep things going together. Yeah, as opposed to watching you fail. I like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, there's a few places in town that have if Dire Straits came to it, I would much rather them see kind of like partner up or team up yeah. versus just you know shutting the doors. Mm-hmm. I mean, but. you know, it doesn't it's not happened too many times here that I can think of. The one that comes to mind is when Foothills kind of took over some of Carolina Brewing's yeah, yeah. Uh, recipes, you know. <coughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some more of that kind of thing happen, but also I kind of feel like <laughs> there would have it would have to be a good brewery that actually had a reason to fail and I just don't know that 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 happens too often here in Charlotte. Yeah. Correct. If they fail, it's most likely not nobody's going to, you know, be claiming them off the waiver wire if We're, you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. The market yeah. has spoken and sorry, you ain't it. So yeah, rooting for you rare barrel. Don't I mean we don't get them in distro, but I would I would hate to not see them at bottle shares anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, last but not least, and pertinent to the show lineup and show one, apropos of nothing. Yes. Uh, Wells, what is Breakside Brewery doing? Oh boy, uh, they're releasing a series of barley wines, six of them in total, that. All feature uh, malt from different maltsters, which I think is really cool because, you know, when I think of English malt, like I'm thinking of Maris Otter. Otter, Um, But this is a whole bunch of different maltsters, mostly England, some Irish. One Irish. um, All for Scotland. I see a Scotland. Four Englands. Yeah, Scotland, England, and then Washington State too. So we are going to be able to... You know, if you buy like one of these series of beers, like just compare. So let me ask you a question, yes. Wells, and I, and and um, this may be getting a little too logistically inside baseball for anybody that's listening. Let's assume, and I feel pretty good about it, mm-hmm. that I can obtain these. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have them all at once, or slow roll them through shows? Have them all at once. That's that's kind of the the, the point to to me. That's right. the point. Okay. If they're releasing, oh, I mean, I know it's over the next four months that they're releasing, but so we're gonna have to do like a double show, and we're gonna have to get food in. Yeah. Because well, nine point five percent. Like I understand, and it's six of them, but actually, well, but if we if we spread that over two shows, uh-huh. for us, like you a know, three and a three. Yeah, do a three and a three. Mm-hmm. I think that could work out. Yeah. Okay. Bingo. Homework assignment for Scott. No, oh, there you go. So, I don't know. Any, any my, my spidey sense kind of tingles anytime I see anything barley wine related, but you're talking about a single malt across six different uh, maltsters. I'm really pumped. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead, Jeff. I was going to say, a couple other things that, that stuck out to me that I was really excited about. I'll, I'll get more into Breakside here in a second. But um, <clears throat> they're talking about how they're going to try to adjust these six as it pertains to the seasons um, that will fit in really well with kind of the story that I have. Um, I'm still working on my write up for uh, my visit to Breakside. Which, Just, by the way, craftbeercast.com, there is an actual write up already up there on, on Freem. Go, yeah. Jeff. Um, it, yeah. And you know me, I'm not a writer per se. So uh, don't, don't hate on me for my uh, poor 
everything. But um, I like the fact, so so this idea of releasing one, you know, every so often with the season really fits into the the style of how they're releasing a lot of their barrel age stouts. Okay. Uh, which we'll be having on the show. We've got like, I've got them all there in the fridge and slowly start working those into the shows. Nice. Um, Can't but I, the other thing that I really liked about this, and, and it was funny uh, when I was there, I was kind of given, uh, given the guy a hard time about... <laughs> Y'all released your fresh hot beers last year, and they were like three or four different colored can labels, but it was really hard to distinguish them. And for me, sometimes my I can't tell my greens apart. There were two greens that were really close, and yeah. only one of them had like a stamp on the bottom that said what it was. And I was able to like back way my or backdoor my way into what was going on to what <laughs> with backdoor. these right with these. Um, they all are numbered. They all have a different color and there's a QR code, which I think is super cool. A QR code that takes you to explain what's going on. And so they're different colors. It says volume one, volume two, volume three. Why is that not more of a thing? QR codes on beer labels? I don't know. As much as QR codes are Are, are prevalent in restaurants anymore. Like, Again, to- like like the the, the beer garden. Yeah. If you don't get a menu of the beer, you get a QR code on the table, and then you scroll it on your phone. Yeah, when I went to um, Brewers on Yancey, same thing. It's here's your little QR code. Here's our beers. And when I was in uh, Hawaii, uh, when I went to Maui Brewing, they had a QR code that was distinctive to your table. And it would oh. take you to an ordering app, and oh. you could order your beer, your snacks, uh, you know, main course food, like whatever, and it would just show up. It was, I, it was, I, I like. It I was like. awesome. It was awesome. Resident Culture was doing that for a time period too, but that's been sunsetted. I don't know why. Well, you know, and I was going to say, as somebody who has mucked around with QR codes in the past, it's like in home use, it's not that hard. No, it's, it's really easy. Yep. So I don't know if there's a. Uh, extra cost at doing it like mass production versus me just ordering a couple of stickers but i mean if you work it into your art right for your label like i can't like you know what, yeah creating a qr code isn't a big deal right no it's not it's simple yeah it, it takes two seconds to do so uh dear breweries copyright 2022 and 2023 craft beer cast hit us up and we will help you develop QR codes that you can just fucking scan and go to your untapped or go to your brewery page or whatever you want it to do. Because I don't know why this isn't more of a thing. Like, I would love on the outside of a box, if I'm at a big box store, I can hit that QR code and it tells me what I need to know. When this beer was canned. Where and, it was canned. And, and something else that I stumbled across in my shopping today... There's a lot of breweries that are starting to put their cans in cardboard boxes, and the box has no, no date on it. fucking dates on it. And that shit pissed me off. Thank you. Now, you know, like, if you're looking at something that's seasonal or new to the market, like a, a hop slam. Okay, cool. Whatever. But the rest of y'all have no excuse. Remember when I brought on that Atomic Torpedo? Yes. That... Mix six or mix twelve pack is still sitting out on shelves. That beer was two months old when I brought it in, and so that's like immediate dismissal for me because I can automatically know this is old. Well, do we know for a hundred percent fact that like they only did one run of this mix pack? 
I'm assuming so. Well, That's how would you assumption, But how would you know unless I, there's I dates? On, I, mean, I like, don't know. Yeah. Yeah, without dates on the box, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And do I want to make that gamble? Like, literally, here's what it came down to. <clears throat> saw that, then saw, you know, a couple of coolers down, foothills. Proudly displayed on the outside of the box with a big old sticker. All of these beers were bottled on this state. I'm like, you win. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, even if even if they're not my favorite beers, I will take the devil I know yes. versus the one I don't. Which, I mean, it was all like jade and double hop and... Like, it's not bad. Hopium. I'm like, I'm not mad at this. And you put your dates. So, congratulations. You won my money today. Well, you didn't because you already... Got paid, but the store won my money. Whatever. They were uh, going to get your money anyway. Back to back to this. Sure, I, yeah, yeah. I, too, am excited about this, especially because I like these weird little science experiments that you can do with beer. Like, right. using just one type of hop. using, And I know this isn't a smash beer, but using one type of hop, using one type of malt. Yeah. And just being able to pick apart the differences and... This beer tastes this way because this malt's in it versus this. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fun experiment to yeah, do, I, and this I, is really cool. I, I'm excited uh, to try these. I've already texted Scott and said, uh, "Please and thank you." Please and thank you. You know, um, yeah. So because awesome. I, 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 yeah, I, I look forward to being able to to run these on the show. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But more about Breakside in a minute. Well, now that we've uh, talked about Breakside for for free, should we take a break and? Finish them off. Excited for free some more. Yeah. All right. We'll be back in thirty. Time for buy no buy, Jeff. We're doing kind of a special one. So how does it work? Yeah. Um, so uh, normally buy no buy is uh, we had this beer, we tried this beer. Would we buy this beer with our own money? Um, the the special tweak for this one is that uh, tonight's beers are all Breakside beer. Uh, we talked about their barley wine um, uh, project coming up. Uh, but Breakside was one of the places that uh, when I reached out to and said, hey, look, I'd, I'd love to come visit, uh, they actually accepted. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's weird. This is a weird dude from who knows where. Right. Um, everybody's You're busy. Again? Everybody's busy. It's Fresh Hop Week. Um, and they were open arms, willing to have us come in. And I mean. That's awesome. <sighs> to me, it's always fun to go into a brewery and kind of see like what their culture is. And yeah. so, you know, we've seen the rise of breweries here in Charlotte where you can tell, oh, they have an angel investor. Yes. Or I see this is, you know, like they have a shtick first and they're trying to back their beer into it. Yep. Or they have good beer, but they can't quite figure out how they want to pull it off and they're not really good, you know, whatever. Breakside was super cool. It's employee-owned. Um, everybody that was there working, like you could tell they were in, you know, they, they were enjoying their job. Cool. This isn't like the, um, well, you know what I mean? Wells. I mean like within reason, like works work. Right. Yeah. But this wasn't like the kind of place where people were like, 
you you, know, you can you can feel a bad vibe. Yes, there wasn't a bad vibe here. Um, it was going you know like they they were all just out there working and getting stuff done and a lot of communication and conversation happening between the floors. We were getting the tour, and I just it's it's neat to see that there are still breweries out there who have won a lot of awards mm-hmm. and yet haven't turned themselves into a hype brewery. Yes. One of the things, uh, we, we've got a bomber here today, and I was kind of like, it kind of took me by surprise that they had a bomber, and they actually had a, several things in their bombers. They're like, I, we just feel like it's a good way to get our product in more people's hands because we can do it at a lower price point. I'm like, <laughs> Well, what a novel idea, right? You know, when you've got people out here that are dropping, you know, 500 milliliter bottles for 30, 40 bucks because... Or a know, four pack that is 30, 40 bucks. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, you know, it's because the ingredients are so expensive. I Look, I'm not saying ingredients aren't expensive. Right. But you put some syrup in it. Shut up. Yeah. You, you, went, some- to, you went to Costco and you bought the big box of cereal... Yeah, because you want to have you know you want to have lucky charms, but you don't call it lucky charms. <sighs> Fortune cereal or whatever you want to call it, you know, it's so yeah. stupid. So buy but, no buy, how does that work? But buy no buy, you know, would we buy this beer? Would we not buy this beer? So uh, again, all this beer, uh, uh, you know, it's all breakside beer. In in next show, we'll actually we have two shows that are all like kind of thematically one brewery. Yeah, weird. It Haven't done that in a while. Well, that kind of worked out that way. But um, up first is Breakside's Pilsner, uh, which I, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm in Portland. I'm in the Pacific Northwest. I'm like, mm-hmm. IPA, IPA, IPA. And they're like, you need to have some of this. And I'm like, well, I mean, I mean okay. I'm, I'm here with the hoppy stuff, though. You know, Give me like, the hoppy, I get the hoppy stuff, stuff? And uh, so help me, this is probably one of my favorite uh, canned beers that I brought back. It is light. It is crispy. Um, I, I, I've... Whenever I open one of these, it goes down super fast. I really like it. I'm a big buy. Wells? It is like sex in a canoe, fucking close to water. Um, I really enjoy it. There is absolutely no hiding and off flavor in this at all. It is so light. It's it's just really well done. Not blowing my mind, but damn. Sometimes you just want to have a few of something and not worry about it too much. And that's that beer. It's a buy. Josh? German Pilsner? Mm, sure. Yes. Okay. It it definitely tastes like a German Pilsner. Not in a bad way. Um, especially because I feel like I kind of lost a local spot of German repute. Right. And uh, I do still love the German style of beer. This is a damn well representation and style of a German Pilsner. That's truly what this is. And yeah, this is definitely just a light, crushable... I could hang out. Doesn't really matter the weather. I could do this doing yard work. I could do this barbecuing. I could do this when it's you know starting to get cold. And no matter what, I would enjoy this beer. So absolute buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up is Wanderlust IPA from Brigside. Uh West Coast style IPA. I mean, it's American IPA, but it's nice and uh, relatively clear. Uh, Mosaic, Summit, Simcoe, Cascade, Amarillo. Uh, I, I like, I, so I've been able to go through full cans of, of all of these. And uh, what I really appreciate about a lot of the beer that I brought back is that 
I can drink a whole can and it doesn't feel like I had, you know, like, like I don't feel like I've got this big weight in my stomach. I didn't, I don't feel weighted down. I didn't feel right. Gross. Um, it's nice and it's light and it's hoppy. And I really like this one as well. Uh, this is a buy for me. Wells summit hops, man, that is a name that I have not heard in quite some time. That hop varietal had its heyday. I thought it tasted summit. I drank so much damn Gubna back in the day when that thing came out and it was like a garlicky onion bomb. Yeah. Onion bomb. Oof. So I took one sip of this and went, can't quite put my finger on it. You say summit, man, there it is. Um, Boy, it's good. Uh, man, Summit just has me on a short leash these days. Uh, I'm going to buy this, but I think I'd buy, like, I don't know, other IPAs that I've had for a break side before this. But Fair enough. It's, it's pretty good, though. Nothing wrong with it. Just Summit <clears throat> ah, has my number. So, eh, whatever. Bye, Josh. So I don't get the typical garlic onion bomb that I did with... The governor. It's, it's that, still, I it's, mean, that thing. Sure, but I, I just, I can find like a, a, a pee on, under, under a, right, like right, a no, 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 stack I, of mattresses. This is not. I, I, I get that, and it's, it's there. It's not overwhelming. Um, I still would buy this. Absolutely. Uh, it's like balls up. It's well made. It's well balanced. Uh, Summit doesn't apparently bother me as much. Is it used to maybe, or I just don't notice it as much because I do remember having a very distinct reaction to it yeah. back in the day. So. Well, and, and two, like I, I kind of feel like Gubna kind of leaned into it was all summit at first, yeah, and and then as more hop varietals came out and people right. learned how to balance with them, you know, that could be some of what's going on here. Yeah, there's some summit in there, but it's like one of what four or five hops. Right. So yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I'll buy that next beer up. Uh, next beer up, the flagship from Brigside, the Brigside IPA. I do love their um, their can quote on here. Uh, Tastes like vinyl sounds. Like, okay. Um, classic crab beer, the Pacific Northwest. It says, notes of evergreen citrus and tropical fruit. So I got no idea what kind of hops they're using in this, but I do enjoy them. Again, uh, me being a sucker for... The West Coast style, uh, I love this. I, I feel like you all are going to make me pay for this in the next show with the heist beers, and I know there's a couple of hazies in there, and I'm going to be... Uh, You'll live. Yeah, I'll, I'll live, but... Uh, there's only I, two. Okay, but, but I like this one as well. Uh, again, I've gone through a couple cans of these and uh, just really enjoy it. Wells? If Breakside was like my local, and my local had this flagship, I'd be pretty freaking happy. Like... It's it's not blowing my mind, but for just a, a flagship IPA like this has a very nice bitterness, very easy drinking, um, light bodied but not boring. Like oh, it's just a nice little beer. Really enjoy this. It's kind of like those times where we want something in our fridge. Yeah, like this would be a fantastic fridge beer. Yeah, I mean I, I think that's kind of like surf wax for me these days. So yeah, um, yeah. Um, bye, Josh. So, excuse me, comparatively speaking to the last beer, having this beer definitely is a lot more soft bodied, actually kind of just a overall softer mouthfeel, but still a nice crisp bitter boy. And maybe that's just the hop varietals in this one versus the last one. Um, I'm with Wells. Like if, if 
I could walk down to this brewery and just, hey, here's here's our flagship. You can always get it. It's always on tap. It's always fresh. Yes, please. They would see a lot of me. Yeah, absolutely. So big buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up is uh, one that I was excited to see. Uh, <laughs> one of the places Wells has talked about, and Scott and I had actually discussed whether or not we wanted to try to make the extra, I think, three and a half out of the hour, uh, out of the way hour trip to get to Barley Browns. Um, we kind of felt like it really didn't make a lot of sense, but Barley Browns is one of the like progenitors of the West Coast IPA style. And sure enough, they did a collab with Breakside called Wanderjack. Um, it's, I'm, I'm trying to skim through, uh, here we go. Strata, Mosaic, and Azaka with a touch of Simcoe. This, this, this one, yeah, I really like this one too. <laughs> By the way, I did not get these beers for free. Yeah, I, I'm Mr. Brightside. I'm Mr. Breakside. I'm Mr. Yeah, like, you know. Thanks for that. Um, this is so good. I don't know if it's like in my mind, I'm like trying to talk myself out of enjoying it more because of the collaboration with Barley Browns. But uh, I, I really, really like this one. Wells? Clean West Coast style IPA mindset, but with overwhelmingly newer school kind of hot varietals. Um, I mean, Azaka, that's kind of a newer one too. Um this is freaking delicious. And I loved it from the first sip. You say Barley Browns and I just, I don't know. I, I have very fond memories of, of them the couple times, like one time that I went there, uh, really big fans of them. Damn. Like I, I was going to buy this anyway, but now I'm like, damn, I just <laughs> I, uh, got me in that soft spot. Uh, big buy Josh. So compare this one to the last one. <clears throat> last one kind of soft mouth feel, soft body feel, but still had a bite. This one definitely has just just a little bit, please. I'm already feeling though. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, already feeling the bite immediately with this one, like very very new. I you know. The new hop varieties, I think, really set this one off. This is fucking fantastic. Like, kind of weird seeing like what you would consider a quote unquote old school West Coast IPA, and then this right next yeah. to each other, and you're like, okay, maybe I'm more of the new school. Like, which was back then, six seven years ago, you can remember taking a West Coast IPA and like it, you almost felt it in your teeth, like yeah. the bitterness a little bit. Yep, this reminds me of that feeling, which it, is amazing. And I think one of the big, um, one of the big themes that I felt through most of that trip is this idea of having a hoppy beer that finishes clean and doesn't like again doesn't weigh you down. Yeah, like it's what I love about the cold IPA style. Yeah, and so help me, you know, Breakside just like knocks it out of the park with these. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is absolutely fantastic. Big huge buy. Final beer up. Uh, final beer up. Uh, so Breakside won with silver medal, or maybe it was bronze, at Fobab. Fobab. For their passion fruit sour ale. Uh, that had just, I th- or maybe it's GABF. I really should have looked this up beforehand. But you know. I feel like it was Fobab, if I remember right. It could have been both. 
But um, they had just won a medal for this, and um, so it's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. Uh, you know, like passion fruit isn't normally the type of sour that I would reach for, but uh, I'm glad you know that was there, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna grab some of these. It's like it's the passion fruits there. It's not too crazy. It's got like a good malt backbone. No, I'm not gonna say that. Well, so I don't mean that. But it, like the base in that is really good as well. I, this is just, I, I don't, again, I don't typically go after sours anymore, but um, this is definitely one that I would love, like a big plate of charcuterie and some cheeses to go with this. I really like this one too. I'm a buy. Well, unfortunately, these days you see a lot of fruited Berliner vices and you're like, oh God, this thing's going to be just like a sugary mess and I'm not going to enjoy it. Um, this sucker, on the other hand, packs a lot of acidity into this. I mean, my I'm feeling this in my teeth. Uh, <laughs> poor Josh uh, is not going to like this one, uh, but I really enjoy it. So I guess I'll just be drinking what's left over if since he won't. Uh, I am also going to buy this. Wow, shit, that's a lot of buys. Josh, what do you think? You wrong. No, I'm 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 right. It, it, Taste is subjective. I, I, I can't drink an entire bomber of this because I would feel the burn. Oh, yeah. But just the two little samples I had, this is fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think passion fruit is a sour that I would enjoy. Like Okay. Good uh, could I drink this all in one shot? No. Spread out over a day? Sure, but but and again, like it, it, to, to me. I feel like the days, I don't know that I was ever in a place where I wanted to drink 22 ounces of a sour ale. Yes. To me, this is a sheer bottle. This is 1000%. Absolutely. Like, I got some people coming over and I'm going to throw together, like, I got like some brie. Give me some brie with this. Ooh. Something salty and creamy to kind of offset that. Yeah. And, I'll oh. give you something salty and creamy. Ew. But this, you this- had to go and make it weird. This does have that little, you know, teeth kick, right? Sure, yeah. But it's not so overwhelming that I'm it, just like, not, I yeah. don't want to drink this anymore. It's not one of those enamel ripping, like the old school upland yes. lambics that just Kiwi. were like, yeah, that, that just like would wreck you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this, believe it or not, I would buy this. Okay, then. Ah, see, you were wrong. I'll, I'll, I will be wrong. That's, I love being wrong when it's like this. Love it. All right, Jeff, it's time for I tap that. How does that work? So I tap that. Typically, uh, you know, so I tap that is where we basically pick our favorite beer of the entire show. What's the one we would love to have on our kegerator, you know, as a sextal or, or whatever the, the format would be? Um, and I just want to reiterate, we did not get this beer for free. Right. Yeah. Because we bought every single one of these beers yeah. All three of us. Yeah, that, that's rare. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, to 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 say you know again like so the buy no buy portion of it is this is something that I would spend my money on. Uh, the I would tap that is the part where uh, you know it's our favorites of the ones that we bought. Sometimes, and this has happened to me before, we get to a point where it's like. I only bought one beard. I didn't really like everything else. And I really don't like that one enough to have it on keg. Right. Um, I don't, I, I, I think out of all of these and, and I love them all. I, I think the, the passion fruit would be the hardest one for me to get through a whole keg of. Um, but I would absolutely crush all the rest of them, especially my favorite, the wander Jack. 
Uh, I would tap the Wander Jack. Um, I, you know, I don't know if it's the collab. It just it 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 fit that nice balance of good body, bitter, new hops. It just it was it all came together so well, and I love it so much. Wells, that passion fruit sour absolutely just impressed me. Uh, if I'm grabbing a bottle to take to a share, if I really want to show friends of mine, what the fuck Breakside's fruited sour program like tastes like it's that, but what am I coming home to? What's the one that's going to be chilling in my fridge waiting for me when the share's over? It's that wander Jack. It has to be. I'm sorry. It has to be. I know. Josh, are you joining us or uh, are you going to go rogue? No, I'm going to join you guys. Yes. Damn. That is like, to me, that is almost a perfect definition of what I would consider a new school West Coast IPA. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like, it still has all the notes that I want. Yeah. Damn, that's perfect. Now, picture that, but everywhere. You know? I mean, uh, not necessarily that specific beer, obviously, but right. just, like, I can't speak enough about how much fun it is to go out to the Northwest and just go and it, it does get overwhelming. Oh, I, I, I and they're like I I'm a firm believer of staying away from their hazies because I don't think many of them have it figured out. Yeah. But which uh, I mean it makes sense. Like hazies, I feel like we're kind of developed for this coast yep. and they've done their own thing for years and they know how to do it and they yep. they can do it right over there. All right, Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Uh come check us out. On the interwebs, go to craftbeercast.com. Check out our old uh, episodes. Uh, if you search for short pours, you'll see some of my uh, beercation hijinks over the years. Uh, like I said, the article on Breakside hopefully will be going up here pretty soon. I need to finish it and um, get their approval on everything, make sure I don't misrepresent anything. I hate that when I'm like, oh, and this is blah, 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 blah. And they're like, um, that actually wasn't us. See, or, I, I appreciate that integrity. Yeah. Integrity. Well. Integrity. Integrity. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, come check us out. Uh, meanwhile, if you want to get in touch with us, maybe you want to, you know, do a, a, a beer swap or something like that, uh, you can email us, contact at craftbeercast.com if you like. Uh, otherwise, slide into Josh's DMs at CBCast on the Twitters unless Elon breaks it even right. further. Like, I, I'm sitting there like, what I saw somebody said this is uh, last days of the online PvP server kind of energy. Like, <laughs> like oh yeah. God. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is kind of like, yeah, it's all kind of going set. Like, everybody's there to watch the building burn down, right? Yeah, pretty much. Like, We're yeah. all standing outside with, with our beers in our hands. Because at least it's warm, man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole thing. And there was that whole week where everybody was like, I'm going to Mastodon. And they're like, nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm out. It's too freaking hard. Forget this. Wells, where are you at? I think I saw Mastodon open for Primus a long time ago. <laughs> that was awesome. man, dude. Yeah. Mastodon's was, fucking amazing. Great like, fucking Check time. out our messaging. Oh, wait. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, because I don't know what Mastodon is other than that. Uh, Go Mastodon on your own time. Sure, man. <laughs> uh, you can find me at all the wells on the Institutes. Josh, where are you? Besides right here, you can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend, tell somebody. Uh, we are rapidly approaching the end of the year. So, dear listener, if you have a top five, top ten list that you want us to read, we will gladly do so. Gladly? Maybe. Unless it's Chuck. Then, Chuck, we don't want yours. Oh, I, I absolutely do. His is the one that I want okay. most. So uh, contact or hate mail craftbeercast.com if you want to send those over to us. We will definitely read those 
as we get there. Uh, because this is Thanksgiving, technically, I am going to make a promise that this episode will be out Wednesday, so you can have it before you drive. <gasps> so, we will talk to you next Wednesday? This one's soon.